Welcome to This Is His Story podcast. Ministries and God's stories you need to know. I must have one of the greatest jobs in the world. Let's be honest. How many people really get to walk beside amazing people and organizations doing things around the globe, kingdom things? And every mission is different. Every solution to their problems is unique. Every personality of their leaders is just special. Yet as much variation I get with Christian nonprofits, they're all oddly similar. I see so many of the same mindsets and problems with each and every one of you. And this goes for churches as well. So over the years, after meeting with so many different people, you know, lunches, dinners, conference rooms, Zoom calls, conversations, I've sort of collected the top myths and mindsets that I hear over and over from founders of Christian organizations, executive directors, pastors, and I want to address some of the shifts that would be beneficial in their thinking. Okay, number one, best practices don't work for us. We're a very unique Christian organization. Like I said, I normally have the pleasure of hearing directly from the founder or executive director of organizations. And once I hear their story of why and how their mission started, I normally hear or it's insinuated. So here's our unique issue. And you can see why we called you. But little do they know, I've almost never had a unique issue. Organizations feel like their problems, their challenges are unique or their donor database is unique. And the reality is they're really not. They're so oddly similar. I also believe there's a universal quote unquote distrust to outsiders that are trying to understand their issues and they feel like they're going to be spoon-fed best practices or weird out-of-the-box solutions that just don't work for them. So what normally happens is I generally find a creative idea to help them with their online fundraising strategies, but I'm really just doing best practice of putting the right strategies in the right order for them to roll out and to improve. There are so many simple fixes that somebody with outside eyes can see that they can't. And sometimes these organizations are blinded by the challenges they see as unique and they really should be open to ideas that are proven and true. I had one organization one time, they would just get any feedback from their donors Like one person would say something and they would say, well, our donors feel this way. I'm like, no, you have one donor who sent you an email. That doesn't mean your whole database thinks that way. Like, well, we don't want to lose our donors. I'm like, well, well, what if we get you 10 new donors if by doing something better? And if you do lose the one donor over this, it's not going to kill you. Matter of fact, the new 10 donors, you're going to be doing better. Like sometimes the flea wags the dogs because organizations are too worried about the one flea and they really don't need to be. I used to sign my emails back in the 90s, back when uh, in your footer, you sort of said something creative or clever, at least some of us did. But I put the phrase, you are unique, just like everybody else. And that is so true. Every organization is unique, just like all the other ones. And you're so unique and so much like everybody else that so many things that you should and could be doing are being thrown to the side because you just think, oh, this won't work for us. But guess what? It does. Number two, the accounting team needs to drive the online giving platform. It's money and accounting, right? 
Well, although I would never force an organization to roll out an online solution that the accounting department didn't sign off on, many organizations let the accounting department research, approve, and roll out the online donation platform. And this is a huge mistake. Yes, following the money and putting information into the right systems and buckets and accounting is extremely important. But making the wrong decisions that significantly limits the amount of donations and giving is very problematic. Most organizations don't even track their donation page abandonment rates for desktop or mobile. And these rates can make you scratch your head. Here's the bottom line. Accountants don't make good marketers. Donation pages are not build it or turn them on and then people will come. There's a huge amount of testing and science behind the layout of different giving pages. And just putting a page up and a donate button in your navigation is not going to convert. Accountants like the money to show up in the right spots, but they just don't think through the giving process as well as, you know, experts like me who've done it for decades or, you know, marketers do. Building the case for support and the layout are significantly changes the amount of donations that an organization gets. And I've seen organizations literally pick the worst software they could pick because the accountant didn't want to put five more minutes into their monthly process or weekly process because it was too much trouble. So it's like, well, we're going to go with the software that ties into our software and makes our lives easier. Well, they need to sign off on the software, but they do not need to drive the decision. It normally creates problems that really aren't measurable as easy as you think. It's just your donations don't grow at the level they could, all because you're being hamstrung by a giving platform picked by your CFO in your organization. Number three. Put a donation button at the top right of our website. All good, right? Well, the internet's a few decades old now. Everybody knows that you just look in the top right of a nav and you're going to find the give button. And um, yeah, they'll just go ahead and give. But the problem is there's cell phones and the, the way the tablets lay out versus desktop lays out. And it's not as simple as people looking and finding the give button, and then therefore they're going to be led to give. Not only is the placement, color, and wording of your donation but critical for mobile and desktop, but assuming your visitors came to give and they know where to look is very short-sighted. There should be giving moments littered across your website in various ways to get people interested in joining you in your mission. And I'm talking to churches and to nonprofits. If your website's only way to your giving page is in the top right of your nav, you need help. Number four, Christians give to churches and to Christian organizations for the same reason. Well, that just is so not true. Many faith-based organizations leave the psychology of giving to the world and assume that mature Christians will give to them when they hear of their need. Oh, if it was just that simple. Christian givers are people too. Unique people with various levels of passion, time, attention spans, various levels of technical skills, and we treat them like they all have a $100 bill burning a hole in their pocket, and they're just waiting to give it to you if you just, well, not even ask, but just put the donation button in your top right corner of your website, and you wonder, well, I wonder why we're not getting more online givers. 
We sometimes believe that Christians give to their local church based on a few factors, like obedience, habits, sometimes mission, maybe out of guilt. And then if they get mature, then they're going to expand that giving over to nonprofits and parachurch ministries based on propensity, passion, mission, or empathy. But really, churches and a lot of nonprofits have a lot to learn when creating a case for support and their donation page wording, breaking the assumptions that they have and going back to the drawing board to speak the same language as your potential donors. Christians give to churches for way different reasons than they give to parachurch ministries. And parachurch or nonprofit organizations are not overflow of Christian giving. Basically, there's a lot of Christians who give to only organizations and not their own church, which is why I created a recent webinar and a masterclass about that very problem because I've found that there's a lot of non-givers in the church that are actually givers. There's not givers to the church. So I help the church understand why that is. Number five, we don't need help. We know what we're doing. We just don't have the time right now. Maybe we'll work on a campaign or maybe we'll work on bringing in a consultant next year in our next budget season. Well, have you ever known a person wanting to lose weight who is always going to start right after the next holiday season or big event in their life? You know, swimsuit season's right around the corner and then they need to do something very, very quick. Well, successful organizations and people take actions required for true change now. You know, the old saying, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is today. Well, don't assume your team will get to things next budget season. Don't fall into the circular trap of, we know what to do. When we get past this next thing, we'll get the help we need. Now is the time to make changes to your digital strategy. I always find it funny. When things are good, people don't want to hire you. When things are bad, they say, well, we don't have the money to hire you. (laughs) It's like, when things are good, that is when you invest further. You double down into your digital strategies so they can keep staying high. I think right now with COVID and the ripple effects of COVID, a lot of organizations and churches are actually doing quote unquote well financially. But what's happening is the top of their donor pyramid is giving extra. Their givers are giving more, but they're not gaining new donors right now. And then what's going to happen is when the economy goes down, their gifts are going to become less and less and they haven't grown their donor database. And then they're going to be struggling and say, well, what what should we do? And it's like, well, you got to work out before swimsuit season. You don't wait till swimsuit season, then try to eat a salad, right? (laughs) You do things way out ahead of time. Like now is the time to get healthy digital strategy in places for your churches and for the nonprofits. Swimsuit season is always around the corner. Um, You will always need to fund your God-sized mission. You will always need new people to come in and discover your organization and want to be a part of the God-sized mission that you're trying to accomplish every single day. That never goes away. And so just because things are going good right now does not mean it's time to sit back and then wait for there to be a problem later. You know, most of my clients run on normal, lean and mean budgets and staffs. Each member of your organization and staff is wearing many, many, many hats. 
There's no shame in getting your digital team help. Whether it's me, whether it's someone else, just remember you are unique just like everybody else, but you can use help. I've never really laid eyes onto an organization that didn't need help one way or the other. And sometimes they fight so hard against it. So if I can help at all, go to my website, creativedigitalguide.com. Go grab one of my free resources, one of the webinars built exclusively for Christian nonprofits or for churches, and see that I can help steer you in the right direction. God bless. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow on TikTok or Instagram for daily stories Christians need to know. Wanting to increase the reach of your ministry or your church's ability to make disciples? Come to my website for free resources and webinars built exclusively for Christian nonprofits and churches. CreativeDigitalGuide.com helps executive directors and pastors learn how to gain ministry partners to do God-sized missions.